Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Why don't they like me? Or why don't they love me? What's wrong with me? Those are some of the things I've heard. In fact, I've heard myself say, why doesn't she like me? Today we're going to cover why you not need to stop trying to get someone to like or love you and love yourself first. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you boost your self-esteem and confidence. This is something I've really struggled with in the past. Well, especially in my early, mid, maybe even later 20s, but less of a problem now. Now I'm a confidence coach and love talking about self-esteem and confidence and built myself up through that. But I was really, really basing my self-esteem, my self-worth on how much a girl liked me or how well I was doing in the dating scene. And I've also helped people love themselves a little bit more. And they, they've they had struggles. And particularly this this last, well, these last few weeks, I've had people sort of say, oh, how do I like myself again? Because I've had a setback with a romantic partner and it's a real, real struggle. And I've had close mates as well. We've talked about this as well. And they've, they felt down. They've not really liked themselves because of the fact they've had a setback in a romantic relationship. Now, as I've kind of shared with you, and I'm completely comfortable sharing, I've never had a long-term relationship. But what I have had is I've had a number of dates and it's not quite worked out. And I've always, it's always made me feel I'm not good enough. Now, sometimes I just wasn't quite into them, into the girl. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to take this any further because that's the wrong thing to do. I'm not going to lead anyone on. But sometimes they, the girl wasn't into me. So really... I've I've experienced this as well, and we all have different situations. So no, I haven't been married for five years and suddenly been divorced. And of course, that's going to hurt you, like anything, any setback. But I love talking about self-esteem and confidence. So what I'm going to share today is hopefully going to help you in a number of situations that you might be going with. It also relates to anything in general when we try and get external validation. It's a very, very dangerous game. So it doesn't have to mean just a romantic relationship. It could be getting followers on social media. It could be getting people to like you. It could be getting approval from people at work. When we look for external validation to like ourselves, and I've tried this in the workplace, uh, based how much I like myself on how well people responded to me, it's a very, very dangerous game because you can feel good about yourself when people are responding to you, giving you compliments. However, if you've, if they take it away, you're not going to feel good about yourself. And for me, it got to a point where it got so bad and I just didn't like myself. And I realised I had no control over how I felt about me. And I thought, this is wrong. There's something wrong. So that's the point when I decided to get every material I could, whether it's a course, whether it's a book, whether it's a coach, whether it's a mentor, to build my self-esteem and confidence up. Whilst I was doing that, building my coaching, building my writing, building my podcast, building my YouTube channel, I realised, of course, it was a challenge for many, many people. 
and I talked it through with people and helped them in terms of liking themselves. And often it comes from us trying to get external validation. And particularly when we've had a setback from someone we've liked or kind of a rejection, it can impact on us. And I'm not saying you're going to if you be even if you build up your self-esteem really, really high. If you you know, if you if you get a divorce after obviously that's not funny, but if you get a divorce after five years, you're still going to hurt. And that's fine to feel the emotions. It's not obviously fine that you're hurting, but it's perfectly normal to feel the emotions. However, you're going to have more resilience to bounce back because you've got more respect and trust in yourself. So I'm going to share my advice. It's definitely helped me bounce back from a number of rejections, whether that was in the dating world, whether it was in my general life. But thinking these more geared towards the dating and romantic life that you may be struggling with. Number one, think about what you would want your romantic ideal partner to say to you. So first of all, I'd actually say before that point, I wasn't going to add this one in, but be quite specific on what you want. So for me, I'm still single, but that's because I know I don't want to waste my time and no disrespect to anyone. Don't want to dis waste my time with someone where we're not going to be compatible. So if they're not into the things I am, so if I had someone who just wanted to sit about all day and watch TV, the relationship would not work because I'm driving. I'm like personal growth, personal growth, go out, sport, go see people. I know that I have certain criteria that I don't want a girl who sits around or sits around all day. And I don't think there's many girls out there, to be honest. There's, you know, there might be guys out there. There might be girls out there like that. Um, we're all different. But I know for me personally, there wouldn't be if I found a girl like that, I wouldn't want her. So first of all, it's really important. Nothing wrong with her. It just wouldn't be compatible compatible with me so first of all i'd say it's be really clear on identifying what you actually want um else you might end up miserable so my mates have also had that problem when they've actually picked someone who wasn't compatible and it's not worked but anyway i've diverted <laughs> on this last couple of podcasts uh diverted off the point but i think those are other important points i've just made but think about what this ideal romantic partner in your head would say to you what would they say to you to compliment you? Would they be saying, you're amazing, you're fantastic, you're a great, you know, you're a great girl or you're a great guy. You really, really help me. You you make my life so much better. You're so generous. You're so caring. You're so driven. What do you want them to say to you? Okay. And then you can't remember, you can't control what they're going to say to you. However, you can control this. You can control saying those things to yourself. So all those things you want them to say to you, you say to yourself. And obviously, it's a two way relationship if you get into a relationship. So you've got to say things they want to hear as well to them, which are genuine and authentic, of course. But say the things you would want to be want them to say to you, say them to yourself and just do that every day. Make it a habit. Make regular compliments. Tip number two. And this is a big favorite of mine. I've got many favorites that I sometimes repeat a couple of times. But repetition drills it into your head more. So this one is the circle of influence and circle of concern. Meaning you can control your actions, your behavior, your attitudes to people, what you do in life, how you choose to think. 
You cannot control what another individual does. That is in the circle of concern. The circle of concern are things we're not in control of. For, so, for example, um, the weather. That's another one. Out, completely out of this one. But the weather. What happens in the news? Um quite a lot of COVID, like quite a lot of it, we can't really do much about, but you can stay safe and things like that. Um, I won't bring too much of the discussion into COVID into this, but those are just examples. Um, however, you can control your own actions, your own thoughts. Now think about this in a romantic sense. So if someone's saying to you, like, they don't love you, can you control, you, you can be yourself, you can be you, but can you control if they love you or not? No, you cannot. However, we get upset when we can't and we it really upsets us and gets to us. And I've been stuck in this position. I'm like, why don't they like me? Why don't they like me? And then when I've realised that the girl perhaps didn't like me, I don't know, not because there's any fault of me, by the way. And the same with you. There's nothing wrong with you being you completely. It's just they might not have been into you at the time and you can't control that. But someone else is very likely to like you. In fact, someone else will. If you're completely you, someone else will like you. And I've had people, you know, girls interested in me for being me. Um, it didn't work out on a couple of occasions, but just be you, completely you. Focus on being you. That's what you can do. You cannot control what someone else does. And it really pains me to see people chasing after someone who's really not that into them because it's only going to end in tears or worse. Number three, hang out with other amazing people. I do this constantly. Now, I've I've got different sets of amazing people in my life. I've got my standard friends I've sort of grown up with, um, people I've sort of really known since before I got into the kind of strong personal development journey um, and they raise me up in sort of ways we feel good I help them obviously lift them up and for mates down I'll talk to them um, and we lift each other up but then I also try and spend an awful lot of time with people in the personal development world particularly those who are growing their business like me because we can encourage each other and keep cheering each other on and that makes you feel good. But if you're hanging out with negative people, that's going to lower your self-worth. And therefore, you're going to bring that into trying to attract a romantic partner. But when you're with uplifting people, when you have a setback, they're going to be able to pull you back up. So when I had my last one and I kind of realised the girl wasn't into me, which completely was fair enough. That's completely her choice. And I can't do anything about that. Going back to the circle of um, what's it? Circle of concern. However, I talked to the people I was open for once and said, right, I'm struggling. I feel a bit upset. I realise I can't control this, but the, my emotions are not feeling so good at the moment. And then those people were able to bring me up. But by accepting the truth and realising I can control it and getting people to hang out with amazing people, I started to feel better an awful lot quicker. Also, off the record, but um, well, not off the record, I'm saying it. Um, what I ate and how I was exercising at the time really helped me feel good sooner as well so you'll as i've done another podcast on your diet and how that can affect how you feel about you so i'd advise you to listen to that as well because i felt amazing even though i was going through a hard time tip number four avoid looking at your phone too much yep it's an addictive thing and it's easier said than done like anything <laughs> we're, we're addicted to going on our phone and saying oh so and so text me 
uh, is you know what's going on on social media oh so those are the relationship I'm, I'm saying this with sympathy because that's how i used to think a lot um obviously when we look on our phone it takes us away from what we can do day in day out what we can control and enjoying our lives so don't try and stop looking at your phone too much. Just try and reduce it as much as possible. Put airplane mode on. Put your phone in another room. Go for a walk without your phone. Anything like that. I had the, I had a problem actually when I was struggling, dating, sort of dating someone at the time when I was on holiday. It's horrendous. And I had put my phone in the hotel, went out for the day and just had a great day. Well, had a greatish day. I had some struggles in my mind and it really, really helped. So think about that one. Tip number five, treat yourself every single week, at least every single week. You can treat yourself every single day. And when I say treat yourself, um, ideally not a massive big chocolate bar because that's kind of feeding rubbish into your system and saying, oh, you need to communicate well with your body. I read this recently in Mar Marissa Peer's book, I Am Enough, that you shouldn't try and give yourself treats as things that are bad for you you can have bad things but don't use them as treats um anyway treat yourself with something like some new clothes or um a nice walk or a day off just give yourself a day off or something something to refresh yourself that's good for you um but treat yourself because it's telling you well done you deserve it and when you achieve something remember to reward yourself i've been guilty of this and i have to keep reminding myself johnny you achieved all your goals again this week right we could put that sports massage in oh i've forgotten no johnny you've got to see you've got to talk to yourself it's about the quality of communication you have for yourself no johnny you did brilliant work this this week you've done fantastic you are getting that treat what's my other treat i got um oh i booked my yeah i booked myself a day off like i was just saying i booked it i'm i'm booking myself a day off work just luckily i've got quite a flexible workplace in a couple of weeks i'm gonna just have a day off work because I've been working really hard on something and I thought, Johnny, you deserve this. So I'm going to put myself a day off work. Um, different rewards to different people. But treat yourself because it's showing an act of self-love and therefore good communication with yourself first. OK, those are my tips. One final thing I want to leave you with is focus on feeling good rather than the outcome. And I'd highly, highly recommend watching a video from Gabby Bernstein on focusing on feeling good, not the outcome. In fact, I'm going to leave the link to that YouTube video in the description because it's so good. What it's on about is when you start to focus on feeling good, things that you want in your life will come to you better. Now, it's not like this. I'm not one of those people who says, oh, feel good, sit there, meditate, do nothing all day and then try and get all these positive things and not do any work. No, I'm not like that. You've got to do work as well and take actions and do the challenges in life. But if you focus on looking after yourself and caring, you're going to feel happier. And naturally, you're going to flow a bit more and you're going to start attracting the right kind of things and picking up the right things that are good for you in your life. So that's what that video is about, focusing on feeling good. So I'll leave that in the description. But remember, Focus on loving yourself because, therefore, if you don't love yourself and you're waiting for someone else, your self-esteem is going to drop. And if your self-esteem is dropping, you're going to have a negative impact on others or not as positive as an impact as you could have on others as if you were if you were really looking after yourself. So think about what you'd want a partner to say to you and say it to yourself. Think about what you can honestly, what can you control? Um, you can't control someone else's feelings, but you can control being you. 
You can control hanging out with amazing people as well. Avoid looking at your phone too much. Put restrictions on it. Be accountable to people. I didn't mention that, but tell someone I'm not going to look at my phone between these hours. I say that I'm not going to look at my phone until midday or my weekday so I can get focused. And treat yourself, reward yourself, because that's an act of self-care as well. If you really, really enjoyed today's episode, uh, thank you very much, first of all, and thank you for listening. But if you want to increase your self-esteem and confidence even more, you can find the book, The Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset, available on Amazon in both paperback and Kindle. So that's my latest book. Remember, do not skip Self-Esteem Day. I appreciate you for listening and we will speak in the next episode.